episode 185, The Introspection Challenge. This is the Ericast for the week of March 4, 2012. From Ericast.com. Welcome to the Ericast. Well, happy birthday to us. Thanks for listening to the Aircast. This is your host, Eric Larson, 206-339-3742, all that good stuff. But most importantly, so the Aircast was born the first week of March 2005. So by my math, this should be our seventh birthday. And for those of you, I'm thinking of people like Digital Dan, um, who have been here from the very beginning, from the infancy of podcasting, um, that's a long time. We've grown old together. Kids have been born. Other stuff has happened. Wow. But yeah, sorry, it's been a whole month since my last one. I really, do, I don't intend these to be. I, 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 I intend them to be weekly. I really do. And then life gets in the way. You know, life is what happens when you're making other plans or something like that. I don't know. But here we are. I had a few minutes alone. I figured I'm going to get a, a podcast recorded. So. Um, so welcome, a sincere welcome, uh, whether this is your first time or your 185th time, thanks for listening to the Ericast. Um, I am your host, Eric Larson. I do look forward to hearing from you at 206-339-3742, that listener feedback line. It spells out 206-339-ERIC, E-R-I-C. And this episode is going to be a little bit reflective, and it's not intended to be the you know seventh birthday reflective episode kind of thing, but just sort of you know, catching you up on on what's going on in my life. I've been working through a process thing, book, series, seminar, whatever, called Life Keys. You can find this all over the web. It's uh, David Stark and a few other people. It's L-I-F-E-K-E-Y-S. And it's one of those, uh, find out who you are, uh, who you want to be, uh, life skills, etc. It's in a Christian context, so it's got some spiritual gifts uh, and, and those things mixed in uh, as well, though I haven't gotten to that part yet. Uh, I'm still kind of in that, that first part, the life gifts. Um and sort of struggling with this, you know the uh, you know the whole analysis paralysis thing. Well, imagine what that's like when you're analyzing yourself. And that's just kind of messed up. <laughs> that's like, wow, that's this is hard. And I was I was lamenting that shouldn't be that hard. And I mentioned this to Ruth and what you know what this what the challenge is to to figure yourself out. And she said, "Well, you've been trying to figure yourself out since since I met you." I'm like, no, I haven't. No, really? She's like, oh, yeah, you're constantly doing this. This is you. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, because it's, you know, doesn't seem like that to me, but if it is a core thing in me, if one of the, the me things of me is to be figuring myself out, then I guess I wouldn't know that as much as somebody externally observing. But I did notice, I haven't quite figured out how to, how to do, how, how to work this in. But I realized that this podcast is the epitome of me. Now, what do you mean by that? Well, okay, so so people are oftentimes surprised and say, you do a podcast? I'm like, oh, yes, I do. It's not as regular as I'd like, but I do. I've been doing it since 2005. I say, really? What's it about? Now, as a tangent, 
people talk about how you know men and women are different, etc. And one of the things that that guys do is they draw their identity. I, I honestly don't know if women do this as women because I'm not one. But we guys draw our identity from our work, which is why job loss can be such a, a big big problem for guys because if you got the cocktail party or whatever and you introduce yourself, you know, oh, hey, Jim, nice to meet you. What do you do? Maybe where do you work or you know, what business are you in? So it's interesting. So, so the podcast, people say, what's it about? Well, it's about anything I'm interested in. So I'm trying to figure out, well, I'll get to the, 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 the type codes in a minute. But so what is this? Well, it's an artistic outlet for me. You might not think it's very artistic, but it's sort of it's got it's sort of creative, you know. It's got some artistry thrown in. Um, it's a it's a chance for me to use my in the strengths finder language, my intellection, um, to just kind of ponder and think about something. As I'm doing right now, I'm pondering and thinking about pondering and thinking. It has interesting social elements. I'm not a strong. I'm not wired to be a strong social person. I'm not anti-social, um, but I'm not the life of the party. Let's all get together and you know, party, party, party type social. Um, I do like connecting with people, but if I do, it's one-on-one. In this case, it's kind of one-on mic, and I, you know, so I'm here alone in the basement, and that's just fine by me. Sorry, I'm here alone in Ericast Studio A, which is just fine by me. But I know that you're listening. I mean, it's, it has some value for sort of the journaling thing of do it completely on your own, but, but nothing makes me happier. Really, I mean that. In the Ericast world, nothing makes me happier to see that a call came into the listener feedback line and get some, get some feedback, get some thoughts, get some, um, that somebody's connecting, that I know I'm connecting with someone. It's sort of asynchronously. It's not a synchronous conversation. It's asynchronous. It's, it's um, separate in time, but I'm still connecting. I think that's super cool. So there's there's something about those. As I said, I really think that, that analyzing you know, why I do this podcast. Well, what's the topic? Well, the topic's whatever I have on my mind. I'm sure that drives some people crazy. It's like, what well, not it about technology or about educational technology or about philosophy or about religion? Well, it's all those things and more. It's whatever's on my mind. Really? Well, yeah. So I think maybe the key is is in there somewhere. As part of that, um, I think I've talked before about the Myers-Briggs uh, type indicator, MBTI it's called. Uh, you end up with four letters from that. Um, I've talked before that I'm an INTP. Um, should I run through those? Okay, for those of you who don't know, First letter, I versus E, introversion versus extroversion, and that's not whether you're shy or whatever, it's where you draw your energy from. So somebody like, like Johnny Carson was an introvert. Um, yes, he was able to perform, he was able to engage, that's fine, but when you when you step off the stage, you're, you're not energized, you're drained, um, which is fine, then you just go to be on your own to recharge. You know, if you feel like you need some, some energy, do you go off and read a book or sit in your den, or do you go hang out with people? So... Very definitely an I there. Although the MBTI Type 2 that a uh, uh, friend and former classmate of mine gave me because she does these, these things for a living, 
uh, teases those out. And so I am an expressive, enthusiastic INTP. So I'm not, because uh, I've never been a high I. I'm not a strong introvert. And I've always wondered, why am I not a strong introvert? Well, because on the, on the recharging thing, it's not that I'm just kind of wishy-washy on the questions. I'm really strong on three of those. But I tip over the edge on the expressive, enthusiastic side. So because I can, I can do... Oh, if I could only be Johnny Carson, at least for your sake. It would be a lot more interesting podcast. But because I can do the on-stage persona thing, um, and it's not truly just, I mean, it's not just a persona. I'm not faking my way through the fact that I'm, I'm right now fairly expressive and enthusiastic. But because I can do that, and I'm not just the, yep, nope, kind of introvert, um, that's why I'm not a high eye. Okay. So the next one is, um, S versus N, uh, sensing versus intuition. They have to go with an N because they already use the I for the introvert. So sensing versus intuition. Um, and you know, I had a description around here somewhere. Uh, there are better, cons- more concise um, descriptions of these things on, on on the internet. So go go search for them because uh, I, I I hate to summarize it too much. I'll probably get it wrong. Um, but sensing versus intuition. Um, sort of how you process information. Do you want? Um, uh, do you, are you like? Do you want lots of data? Are you kind of like you know, linear or or whatever? Or um, is it sort of like let's look at the big picture. Let's just kind of you know see the overall thing. Let's uh, kind of weave stuff together. Uh, I'm a, I'm one of those people. So that's the the intuition side. Um, thinking versus feeling, uh, which the argument is. Uh, they are both forms of rational thought. They're simply different. Um, if I weren't such a polite people person, I would make the argument, no, thinking is the rational side, and you feeling people, I don't know how rational that is. But the, the Myers-Briggs people would say they're both rational. It's just how do you... Um, how do you so how do you make decisions? Do you kind of logically... To, to, to paint with the same negative brush, are you sort of cold and logical... Or are you sort of, you know, just kind of go with your heartstrings? Um, I'm, I'm pretty extreme T. I'm pretty strong on the thinking side. Sorry if this hurts your feelings or whatever, but these are the facts. That's, that's it. This is kind of why I'm in technology. And there, there, you don't, you don't make a decision based on how you feel. Hello. Well, yeah, you can, and a lot of people do, and that's okay. Or at least I've been told that's okay. That's just not the way I. I do things. Um, so that's the, the T, versus, uh, T versus F. And then judging versus perceiving. Um, that's that's more the order and structure thing, I guess. Um, do you... I think one of the questions they ask about that is like, are you on time? Or are you all... You know, is, is a deadline a... A deadline, or is it more of a suggestion? Um, I think that's kind of where those sorts of questions come out. And again, on the, I'm on the perceiving side, it's kind of more of a flow thing. So INTP, it's it's um, when you look at the things that kind of name the little architect, the little the little name things of what goes with this. This one's called the architect in positive terms, or the absent-minded professor in negative terms. So that's that would that would be me. Well, that. When I do that test, that's to- that's that's me to a T, totally. And I've always I, I, that has not changed. Um, the first time I took it was in 1994. I've always been an INTP, always. The first step of this life keys thing is to is to 
take a look at something based on the strong interest inventory. And it's, it's and the strong interest inventory is more job and career based. And I am just totally all over the map. Um, one of them, so one of the types is investigative, where you kind of like to, you like to dig into things, figure out what makes them work. Um, you know, you like to study stuff. And I was thinking, well, that, you know, the, the narrative description of that is totally me. Totally me. I figured if anything, I'm going to be an I right there in that. Um, it's the RIA set code, realistic, investigative, artistic, um, social, enterprising, uh, conventional. Definitely going to be an I there. So I take this test also through that same friend, classmate, etc. This test is pretty cheap. I'm like, okay, fine. It ranked my number. The one number one it ranked me at was enterprising. Now, enterprising are the movers and shakers, wear the Rolex, you know, go out, you know, make those connections, climb to the top. Okay, I shouldn't admit this too publicly, but that's totally not me. I totally, you know, my name never shows up in the column with ambition next to it. I, that's just that I'm not that I'm lazy and incompetent. I just don't. Eh. That's really not... Can I emphasize how much that's not me, okay? I don't I don't like the schmoozing at the cocktail parties. I don't like the, you know, let's climb to the top or whatever. I've been sort of entrepreneurial, but that's just because money's good, and that'd be a kind of a fun, creative way to earn money. Well, one of the things that the strong interest inventory seems to do is it, um, is it draws these conclusions based on the careers that interest you, which when I took the assessment struck me as really strange because... I don't know what it would be like to, you know, be a lawyer or be a cosmetologist or be a welder or be a farmer. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I could. Well, what do you think it'd be like? Well, that's sort of a crazy way to judge things as well. I, you don't know anything about farming, but do you think you'd like it? Maybe. So first of all. My uh, results were not very extreme. I mean, the spread on them was pretty pretty narrow. I prefer to see things where it clearly says yes. Here's where here's where you're you're strong. Here's where you're not. I mean, something like that. This didn't have that. The other thing is, it put investigative at the bottom, and it put enterprising at the top. Now, in this in this little little hexagon, they are opposites, and they are. This describes them as your your closest affinities are the things around your letter, and your your most extreme whatever thing that you are not is opposite your letter. So, in that test result, I guess that's fine. That you know, put enterprising at the top, and the opposite letter, the the investigative, put at the bottom. But that was totally counterintuitive, and I think it's because it saw that some of the things that I said I liked were uh, like legal profession, paralegal attorney, you know, that sort of thing. And so I'm guessing it said, oh, well, he must want to be the hotshot lawyer and drive the fancy car and, you know, get up there and argue in front of judges and things. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, if I needed to debate, I could hold my own, but that's that's... You know that wouldn't be particularly energizing, and the reason I find it interesting, I'm one of those crazy people that likes to read uh, terms of service agreements. I like contract law. I think it's kind of interesting to see how the stuff weaves together and connects, and you know has other 
you know, either either positive connections or or you know concerns here or there. Or wait a minute, we can't do that because that leads to that implication. I see how that all weaves together. This particular assessment saw investigative as like hard numbers, data, science, focus. So point being, I was all good with the Myers-Briggs, and I knew that I was an INTP. Call me an architect, call me an absent-minded professor, I don't care. I'm fine there. Look up INTP. That's me pretty much to a letter, um, except I'm I'm not quiet and reserved. Um, other than that, the other 900 things totally apply to me. This one, I'm like... Well, <laughs> Okay, so now what am, what am I? What where what? What am I? And apparently according to Ruth, not everybody really has these sorts of struggles. <laughs> I don't know. So um so that's been what I've been up to lately. Thank you for allowing me to process it through with with you listening attentively. The other interesting thing, work related in the past month, because a lot has has elapsed since my, my last podcast is I'm no longer a BlackBerry user. I'm an iPhone user. iPhone 4S. I, I dumped the BlackBerry. And that meant that I had to putz a little bit with trying to find an alternate tool for the dweeb thoughts. So, I'm not saying too much in these, but per my tradition of rolling the dweeb thoughts into here so that people like Matt actually do get to hear what I was dweeb thoughting. Though, if you were listening to that feed, you'd know ahead of time that A, I was alive and well, and B, I had an iPhone. Um, so that's the advantage of subscribing to that feed. Though I don't think I've publicized where that feed is. It's feeds.ericast.com slash dweeb thoughts, but I don't think I've changed the website to reflect that. So probably not too many people f- subscribe because they don't know it exists. Sorry about that. But I'm going to do that. And... Out of uh, with a special favor to Charlie, who will still probably never listen to this, but for Charlie, I will introduce it with the little Jason DeRussia drop, just to prove that yes, indeed, I I do have a call from Jason DeRussia. He was nice enough to record a record a little promo for me. We'll uh, we'll let him introduce this episode's dweeb thoughts. Hi, I'm Jason DeRussia from WCCO-TV. I'm the Good Question Guy, and I've got a good question for you. What's your number one source for dweeb thoughts on the Internet? Well, if you're like me, it's ericcast.com. So I haven't done a dweeb thoughts audio podcast in a long time. And ironically, I actually have a dweeb thought to podcast. I just don't know how to do it anymore because I now have a iPhone 4S, an iPhone 4S, rather than a BlackBerry. So I can actually record a really nice voice memo that sounds really great. I'm going to send it out to the dweeb thoughts uh, blog. Here's the problem. I don't know what audio format it's going to come across in. I think it's going to end up being something kind of strange. So my current task now is to figure out something that's going to record in a native MP3 because the website is Posturus-based. That's what the Dweeb Thoughts site is. And Posturus will do really, really amazing work at converting videos, but I don't think it's going to take whatever this iPhone format is and turn it into an MP3. And an MP3 is the only format that is a true podcast format. So we're going to have to see how it works. Uh, but at least I can play with it. If you have any iPhone 4S tips, by all means, let me know. You know the drill, 206 
um, eric at ericast.com, something like that, to let me know what I should be playing with. I know it kind of opens the potential floodgates because there are all sorts of things I could be playing with. But in the world of podcasting, let me know what I can and should be doing with an iPhone 4S, and we'll see if we can't get an even better podcast going with the new technology I have in hand. So I've tried a new recording app here from NCH, which is apparently out of Australia. I have no idea how it's going to work. Um, But in theory, I've tweaked all the settings. Uh, It should be sending as an MP3. The reviews on it are pretty bad because people say the email function doesn't work. Well, it looks like the email function is going to work. Uh, I've managed to accidentally record over a sample one in WAV format. I know WAV's not going to work. So the $64,000 question is, will it actually come through in MP3? Uh, it appears to have editing functionality and all sorts of interesting things, but I just want to basically record something and hit send. So that's what I'm doing here. Uh, I'll leave the uh, the full email format so you can see uh, some, some of the details and stuff on the recording quality and file type and stuff and the link back to where it sends from but uh, if this works then on the the full podcast I'll try to give a little bit more information on how the app actually functions so uh, if you're listening to this looks like it worked and now back to the Ericast but I will tell you that iPhone recording quality is pretty good I'll give it that. And it's, I like it. I, you know, people say, oh, do you like it? Do you like it? Do you like it? Um, I really was a button guy. I really loved my BlackBerry buttons. My colleague John was right that you do eventually get used to the virtual keyboard. I like my buttons a lot more. Uh, I leave autocorrect on because, man, if I did not have autocorrect, I'd never get anything typed. Just kind of mash the keyboard sort of close to something, and it usually guesses the right word. I I'm, I miss my buttons, but in every other way, I do like the iPhone. The fact that I can walk into someplace and check in in Foursquare within, like, eight seconds rather than 80, um, it just works, and it's fast, and it just runs. It just works. It's kind of nice. Maybe I'll talk more about that later. Uh, but for this week, I'll let you go. I'll be, um, I, will, I will mercifully release you back to your day. So thank you for listening. You know that number, 206-339-3742. Please, 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 please call. That sounds, that sounds too desperate, doesn't it? You know, just go ahead and call if you want. There, that's a little bit more cool and suave. But yeah, I would love to hear from you. Oh, nobody called and commented on that noise at the end of the last episode. Maybe you didn't listen all the way to hear the secret noise. The secret noise is video card fan. So uh, my this is my second video card, actually. The previous one, the fan died. I put additional a new fan on and then the whole card died, probably because the new fan didn't properly cool the chip or something. So I bought a new card off of eBay, and then that ran, but then it's... Its video card is, um, its fan is dying again, which makes for a really annoyingly loud computer. The computer, however, I got in the fall of 2004, so if you do the math, you know, that eight-year-old computer, I should maybe consider, consider a new computer? Don't know. This one's still running, um, but yeah, yeah, mm. 
and I would ask you for computer opinions, but my computer geek friends then give me opinions, like, oh yeah, I just got a this with a dual core quad, this and that, and a two point whatever gigahertz processor with this. I used to know and care back in the days of like Pentium 3 versus Pentium 4. I kind of got it, but it's just not my field anymore, so I don't know. I, I will eventually walk into Best Buy or Sam's Club or Staples or someplace where something's on sale and I'll buy something. But not, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Though there's there's enough time to worry about that later. So anyway, thank you for listening. 206-339-3742. Grab that phone. Let me know that you're still around and listening. And I will hope, uh, with hope and optimism, that sometime during next week's beautiful weather here in Minnesota, I will get another podcast recorded. I will say, until next week, take care. Thanks for listening to the Ericast from Ericast.com. Visit us at www.ericast.com.